2020. If you, nobody was listening the first time, so I don't need to apologize or whatever. So that's fine. Um, we had a little issue, but we're back. We're just starting over. As always, we are brought to you by Stroker Industries. You can get the trigger for uh, your gas can, so that way you can just flip the thing over and then just push the button, and then uh, you don't. You can like just control it that way. You won't spill in your graphics. You won't spill in the water if you're a jet skier or out in the woods in your side side beside. So that's StrokerIndustries.com. Or uh, our other sponsor, Boyson.com. Um, they basically, they invented the reed. Uh, so I would say they're the best at it. Also, they have the quick shot. If you got a, four, a carbureted four-stroke, you can get the quick shot. And um, it will get rid of that little bog at the bottom. And last but not least, Canvas MX. Brand yourself. You can put your own logo on it, whatever you want. Uh, you don't have to run, you know, Thor or whoever, which, you know, it's fine if you want to, but if you want to be your own man, you can, you can put, make a pink polka dot outfit for yourself at Canvas if you want to be a man. Jeff, what's up? What's up, Clint? How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good, man. It's always uh, good to be represented by great sponsors and definitely can't thank them enough. Um, you know, quick shot with Stroker. That thing's uh, pretty awesome. Have one out here and, uh, you know, it's definitely a must use if uh, you're pouring gas into anything, um, which I think everybody has something to pour gas into. Use it for your lawnmower. It'd be a badass dad in the neighborhood. Um, also, you know, Canvas MX. I mean, yeah, uh, just anything you want on gear. Um, I'm so happy they came out because it was something I thought about for years. And then uh, Boysen, I mean, yeah, I mean, one of the founding fathers of kind of innovation in our sport when it comes to performance. So it's really awesome to be represented uh, on this by uh, some great sponsors. And uh, especially coming into amazing weekend like we have for uh, the comeback to the East Coast round, which was full of comebacks, 250, 450 class, um, exciting night of racing. Yeah, it was good. Uh, not only did we return to the East Coast here, but um, a bunch of people came back out of the out of the woodwork. A bunch of faces we haven't seen in a while, um, and we're going to talk about all that. But, uh, basically, I'll run over it quick. James Stewart, uh, Jeremy Martin, Josh Hill, um, Brock Tickle. That's a lot of people. We haven't seen that's four people that have been gone for a year or more. Yeah. What's your favorite? Who do you want to start with? Um. So let's talk about James Stewart. Um, James Stewart, obviously back for this round. Um, or back to the series. Back, he was uh, kind of ghosted everybody. He back in the building. Yeah, he's back in. Uh, this, you know, Supercross lives get him involved. Um, I love everything about this. I mean, James Stewart being back in the sports, but the best thing for everybody. Um, I really hope they utilize him more often. Um, I'd love to see him in the booth with Ricky and uh, Ricky and the guys. I think he'd be great there. But um, just seeing James Stewart at the races with his kids, assisting his brother. Um, 
there's nothing you can't love about this. Uh, we didn't deserve it, but James Stewart, uh, you know, thank you for coming back and Supercross Live for obviously hopping on this when he did his first kind of recap of a race. Um, I'm glad they saw us in him and they, they brought him back in. So I'm happy about it, all, all aspects of it and what it could be in the future. Was um, James spinning wrenches on uh, Malcolm's bike? Was he over there, you know what I mean, tightening the chain and stuff? No, you don't I think, don't think so. I, I, I don't think that's something. You don't that, think that's what James is doing? Yeah, maybe maybe big James, but uh, no, I don't I don't think James is spinning wrenches. But I definitely think uh, bike setup and stuff, um, you know, if you see something a little soft, a little, little hard, too fast, too slow, I think uh, he can give good feedback on that aspect. Do you think James's um, feedback is always go faster? Um... Um, He's like, you could have gone way faster down that straightaway. <laughs> I'm barely stopping now, but you can go faster. <laughs> yeah, I would have jumped that whole section, bro. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was kind of funny that we're on the topic because um, James Sr. actually said out of uh, James and Malcolm that uh, James is at, or Malcolm's actually the more naturally talented, believe it or not. Yeah, I actually told somebody that last night as well. So yeah, no, pumped on that. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for everything, uh, everything James Stewart. Pumped to have him back. Uh, what's your thoughts on it, Clint? I think it's good. Uh, the guy's got a ton of wins and uh, some, you know, a bunch of championships. So uh, he's got a lot of insight, and he's pretty well spoken for not being in the booth, you know, regularly. So uh, I think it's I think it's good, and it's good to have him back in the sport. I'm sure that. Uh, you know, Feld has got some some ideas to work him into some stuff. So maybe you know, like, are you gonna have? Is your announcer budget too high if you have Ralph, Ricky, and James in the booth? That sounds like a big budget. I mean, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know how that would work. Um, would James? Would James not. on the floor. Honestly, that was where I think he'd be best. You know what I'm saying get him down there, look at the dirt, breaking down the dirt. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess you're gonna have to do some rounds and, and kind of play around with it, but see where he's at. But um, I'd love to see James do his own content. I mean, I think somebody of his magnitude coming and do their own content um, and maybe doing some like behind the scenes stuff or things like that would be really cool as well. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I agree with that. Even him just commenting on them and stuff like that is probably good. I wonder what the views on that. I bet they're up there you know so that was a good good job on whoever's part was like yo we should get Stewart to do this yeah um, especially once he was open to it because obviously it took a little bit for him to actually want to be back in the sport and making a vision scene um, so yeah for whoever jumped on that early uh, great call and, and thank you thank you James for saying yes how about that uh all right, who else? Where do you want to go next? Which comeback? Um, let's, talk, let's talk about Josh Hill. Um, yeah. How do you not love Josh Hill? Um, Josh Hill is the fucking man. Um, from snow bike racing to hill climbs in New York last year to what hasn't he done? Electric bike, straight rhythm, um, everything and anything under the sun. Um Honestly, biggest comeback. Hasn't raced a 250 race in 13 years. Comes back to a 12. Not bad in live scoring. Um, Josh Hill's only going to get better. Um, 
I'm excited to see what he can do. I don't know if he's a good title contender this year, but hopefully there's something regular that we see. Um, pumped on Josh Hill be back in the sport. Um, to me, uh, honestly, might be my second most exciting comeback of the week, aside from uh, aside from James. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great uh, that he's doing it, and it looks like he's doing it from a place of fun. And I was impressed. My only issue, we know he has talent. So I think the, what he get, a third or something or a fourth in the heat race? He was up there with those guys for a little bit. So that's good. Figure that it's been a long time since he's even raced. 13 since he raced a small bike, but it's still probably been, what, six since he's actually raced or less or more, I mean. Um, he raced in 18. He had a couple races and Yeah, but I mean full time. It's been six years. And when he raced last year, he did like 125 Dream races and stuff like that, right? He did some 450 races in 18. He did some 450 races. In oh, seven. did he? Um, but he didn't yeah, score actually, any points. That's why he was still able to go down. Nope, he did. He he never scored enough points in 250 to begin with because he just remember uh, he made the jump into the 450 class and pretty much told Yamaha like your your 250 F sucks. Um, I'm racing 450 whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, cut me. When he was like 18 years old, um, and then he just went into the 450s. Um, he raced uh, three rounds in 18. He raced five rounds in 15, um, and then the last time he did the full series was 2014. Um, but he scored points. I mean, he scored points in uh, 18. He scored points in. in so, six- what is the rule exactly that he was able to drop down? So he never. He was never. Um, he never pointed out a 250 class. Yeah, but he even said, he goes, now I'm finally eligible to go back down. So I'm assuming there's some kind of uh, issue with the 450 points he got. See, when I started riding again, it's totally different, obviously. But I didn't have an AMA card for so long, I could have gone down to maybe novice. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yep. I think it's four years or something, then you can go back. It drops a class like every four years. Well, I hadn't had an AMA card in like 15 or more, so I could have gone straight all the way back down to novice, got myself some trophies. I'm only seeing one one year of Supercross Lights, so maybe it's when you go into the 450 class and get a certain number of points, um, then at that point in time, you, can, you, you can't go back to the 250 class unless a certain time has passed, so... Because he's only did one year, two thousand seven was the only year he rode two fifty Supercross. So huh. I, I, he never pointed out of it, so to speak, or championship out. So it's got to score enough certain amount of points. You're uneligible, which I think stupid in my opinion. I, I'm torn on it because on one hand, it is definitely you know supposed to be a feeder class. So you need to have room. But again, I think, I feel like in Europe, they drop back down, don't they? Like in other, if you're not making it in the, in the 450s and you can make a living. Like if you're, okay, if you're a 450 title contender and then drop down, I agree. That's kind of, I don't think anybody would do that anyway. But if you're like a career long 250 rider, like a Davalos, it's not like he's won the championship every year, so who really cares? Can you not hear? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, I, I don't think that we're, we're. It's a different day and age that we're in. We're no longer in the day and age of the two fifty class being a feeder class. These guys are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're making big money. It's no longer a feeder class. Let these guys race whatever class they want to race, whatever they feel better at. Because you get healthy, happy riders in the class that they want to choose. We're just going to get better racing. It's a win-win for the fans. Um, but does it not? Be- but this way, does it not open it up for people to come up and have a chance at championships? I mean, I guess, I guess the young hot shoes are still going to come in like a Chase Sexton or a, uh, Orkner. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to do anything with them either way. No, I mean, you look at McElrath. McElrath's been in the 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 class for a long time, and he it's stuff starting to click for him. We'll talk about him in a second. But um, I mean, to me, I don't know. It's it's good race. I mean, I want to see the best guys on the best bikes for their ability. Um, I don't think we should have to force anybody in this day and age, especially for the 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 speeds and for the the amount of risk. I mean, why force somebody into a class they don't have to be in? Let whoever race whatever class and. Let's just see the best racing in the best class. All right. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's just, um, to me, there's just, there's so much opportunity in the 250 class too. I mean, there's not that many 450 rides. There's a lot more 250 rides, a lot more money in it. Um, these guys don't really make money when it comes to racing supercross, motocross. Yeah, right. They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go ahead. No, no, your, your take, your take on Hill. Um, I like it. I think that, uh, I like having him back. I, my, we know he's talented. That's what I was saying. We know he's talented. It's basically whether or not he was in shape and he held his own in the heat race. And then in the main event, he, I'm not sure if he went down or just got a bad start, but he was working forward the whole time. So I would say fitness is pretty good. And, uh, you know, I think, I think he's going to be up there in a couple of rounds. Um, I think he's getting his feet wet and the races that he did, a lot of the races he did, didn't have the intensity of a full blown supercross, I would imagine. And he was on 450s where you can be a little bit uh, lazier. So I think that he's just going to have a little learning curve on um, intensity again. And uh, just riding the bike, you know, being aggressive on the bike and carrying momentum and stuff like that that you need to do on the smaller bike. I heard that he lost a bunch of weight for it. So it seems like he's taking it serious. He definitely looks thin. Um, he definitely looks good. Um, he's only going to get better with time. The longer he has in this to get reacclimated, um, is 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 he's going to be fine. Do we say he can win a race? Um, at least some heat races, I would say. Yeah, definitely heat race. Um, right circumstances, right round, maybe later on in the series. The big dogs get tangled up in the first turn or something. He gets a whole shot and gets a little I, break. I think he I, could. I, I feel like extenuating circumstances are going to have. I mean. I think that's going to be the, the the big thing is when you start getting into like maybe East Coast West Coast round or you get into the right track, he has a chance. But I feel like it's going to have to come with uh, some guy some mishaps by other guys. But he's definitely um, we I think we will see Josh on the podium. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Um, uh, yeah. 
So let's talk about best comeback. We're on these uh, comebacks. We obviously have, um, we had, uh, we have Brock Tickle, who got 12th. Uh, Jeremy Martin got third. We have Hill got 12th. And then we have James Stewart, uh, best comeback of this weekend. Uh, I'm saying Jeremy Martin because, man, that guy's been out for a year and a half, two years, and then he gets a friggin' podium. Like, that's pretty intense. He's definitely a title contender coming back because same thing with Hill. He's just going to get better. Why are we using so much CPU and dropping so many frames all of a sudden? Keep going. Mm, I don't know. Um, so, I'm personally gonna say best comeback. Um, I think it's I think it's Josh Hill, just because if you look at what he was able to do, qualify, get a 12th. Don't think he was floundering. Um, I think best comeback. Um, I'm super happy about James Stewart comeback. Um, Jeremy Martin. I don't think I ever had any doubt that he was gonna come back and not be where he's at. Props to him for doing it. Um, I, however, expected him to be in that top three. Um, I think he is definitely a title contender. I would love to see him win the champion this year. Um, also got to give props to Brock Tickle, though, man, um, for what he's been through, where he is now. Um, Brock Tickle super happy for you and, uh, you know, happy to see him back. But I'm going to have to stay the best, best comeback. I'm going to have to go with Hill six years he's been screwing up before that but here's my thing he um kind of like worked his way back in whereas and has done some races uh you know the snow bike and all that stuff and kind of been having fun and worked himself back into a position whereas jeremy got hurt had a extended like you know, recovery period due to some complications and then had after a year and a half jumped directly back into competition, you know, whereas I feel like Hills had the opportunity to kind of get his feet wet and build back into it. And Jeremy's like got this big dollar contract, you know, that he better basically better jump directly back in and start doing something. I, I agree with you. Um, I also heard that Hill's playing or um, Martin's playing ping pong though, and they help get his competitive juices flowing as well. He was playing ping pong. Yeah. So he that's basically like gate drops every time the ball comes across the table, huh? Exactly, and and also talking with uh, Phil Nicoletti. So you know, just arguments with Phil is like gate drops. It's a mental war, huh? Yeah. So between the ping pong and filthy Phil. Um, I think he's like he's never missed a beat. Okay, he's cheating because he had the he had the training of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's um, talk about the actual winners of the races. Uh, Chase Sexton, he won, right? No, McElrath. McElrath won, that's right. He whole shot and fucking just was out. Um, he always have we been like, okay, McElrath is the guy this year. He's definitely gonna win this championship. 
and then he wins the opener and he does really good for the first couple of rounds and then all of a sudden it dawns on him oh shit i actually have a chance at this championship and then weird things start to happen and i don't want that to happen for him but that seems to be the running theme so far so as far as the championship i don't think he's gonna do it wow Clint is throwing bows at Mac. <laughs> I even think people hated Mac. I don't hate him, but it, I'm going off the track like, record here. It sounded like you hated him right there <laughs> because how I'm looking at is he changed up everything. He just did a Cooper Webb last year, changed trainers, bikes, groups of people he's hanging out with. I mean, he is on a program, and those Yamahogs, I'm a Yamaha dog fan, man. You know what? Like, if you're not riding with Cooper, he's riding with Ferrandis. Um, McElrath gets it done this year. I think uh, Chase is going to end up coming through in the end because he's pretty strong mentally. He's fast, obviously. He's strong mentally. It's, it's a long season, but, I mean, he kind of had it handed to him last year um, with Forkner uh, getting out. Um did he, or did he? Was he there enough to put pressure on him? No. He he definitely deserves a championship. I'm not saying that he 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 doesn't deserve the championship because he does because he was there and you got to be in it to win it. However, um, if Forkner doesn't do what Forkner's done, there's a championship champion last year, just like Ferrandis. If if AC doesn't do what AC did, AC's the champion. Um, McElrath, I think the change, I think the environment around uh, other champions right now, I, I just think I just think he gets a dunk. Here's all I gotta say: How many years has McElrath been in the 250 class? Big changes, though. <laughs> okay, but like friggin' five years, six years. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying I disagree with the amount of time, but you know, like. He, he's made some major changes. And he Last night wasn't just a win. I mean, everybody who needed to be up there was up there, and he dominated. Go and look at old races. McElrath, every now and then, well, he's like a, like a Raynard. Every now and then, he's on fire and literally just demolishes the rest of the field. He's done this for years, but he's not held it together for an entire series. McElrath gets it done. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, so, will a um, will AC win a race? I think so. I thought it was last night. I think he needs to, for the first one, like we were talking about with Hill, he needs to get the whole shot and have um, Tomac and uh, Rocks and, and Cooper get kind of which is three people to, <laughs> to not get a good start or get hung up in the field. But I kind of think he needs that for the first one. He needs to get out, sprint. Those guys get, you know, 10th place starts or something and get himself enough of a gap. And then I think uh, he'll get more after that. So Clint's theory is if if Saturn, Mars, Jupiter, and the Moon all line properly, uh, AC gets it done. I think AC is going to be something silly. I think it's going to be him getting a whole shot. It's going to be his track, and it's going to be the easiest race he ever wins for some reason. 
regardless of where the guys start, whether they get bad starts or no starts, whatever, um, I just think he does get it done. Um, I don't think it has to be as, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a hieroglyphics or a super crazy math equation like you have. Um, I just think AC is going to get one round that everything just clicks. He's feeling good, and it's just his round. Listen, you basically said the same scenario of all the planets aligning that he just happens that all three of those guys happen to not ride good. I'm just saying they get hung up in the first corner. You're saying no, that they just don't have it for him that night. No, I feel I, like saying, out of those three, one of them are going to be able to run the pace. I'm, and I'm not saying that they don't. I'm not saying that in that race he doesn't uh, He doesn't have them up there and they're not riding good. I just think that AC's got that talent, man. I mean, there's a reason why he's the prodigy of, you know, a rider that he is. Um, he's going to have a race where everything's everything's clicked. He doesn't make the little mistake. He doesn't fade at the end. He's he's just going to have a round that he, he just kills it. And no matter what those guys do, they're not going to have anything for him. Do you think it was a speed or AC started making little, he heard, uh, you know, the Jaws theme song because he knew Tomac was behind him? Uh, no, because I think, I mean, he crashed what's this weekend. I mean, yeah. this weekend he crashed crashed after, after Tomac got him. Um, he's just making little errors, man. I think it's just him not being used to um, nerves, him not being used. Yeah, him not being used to that that spot. So um, he heard the Jaws theme while he was out there. He saw the big three, and he heard doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo for like five minutes, and then finally. <laughs> it's it's funny. You, you go to Jaws, and I go to Baby Shark. It's like doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. I guess that's more <laughs> ominous. Yeah. No, it's, I have a... 21 months old so i mean i guess that's where my mind goes i'm uh 484 months old are you is it crazy like i never thought i'd be one of those parents that like you know said that stuff like oh my kid's 21 months old but it's like you know she's almost two yeah people want to know more specific so yeah i guess i'm, I'm one of those one it's of percentage those. of life at this yeah. point at 40 the extra couple of months we're not really worried about it. But that's just my joke. I'd say that. I It works best with a hat. And I take the hat off. And I'm like, I'm 400 and something months old. I'm just a baby waiting for my hair to come in. When you do that, do you actually get the months right? Or do you just like... No, I add the months up. I keep a tally of it. And I figure out what it is. <laughs> I am good. like... It, it is like 484 or something like that now. So you're not fake news. And you're actually giving out legit. No, yeah. Because um, it may be more than that. Because it was 480 when I uh, turned 40. So, anyway. Um, so, I, I want to talk Malcolm Stewart. How about Roxon? Um, Let's talk about uh, those three guys for a second longer. Um, okay. Is Roxon... I mean, he held... He It was good. He held his own all night last night. I think had he not gone down, he was kind of reeling Cooper in. I think he was putting pressure on him. Um, but then, uh, you know, and they were yo-yoing back and forth. But even you could see after Roxon fell, their times, if you compared them, they basically kept a nine-second gap the entire time. So, um, obviously, Eli was the one on the move. But I... 
I'm glad that Kenny was able to do that for the whole race and it's not more of the um, health issue popping back up and reason he's losing touch with those guys. Nah, Kenny, Kenny's in good shape. Um, I agree. I, uh, you know, he had the little bobble uh, with a, with a front end knifing. Um, I think he's, you know, good with there. Um, I think that we'll see Kenny win a couple more races this year. Um, it's going to be a tight series. I mean, he's only four back from Tomac. Um, they got to get in here and stop Tomac, though, soon because he's, what, three races in a row? Or this is his third win this year? Um, you know, they, they got to do something because uh, this this could get scary for these guys quick if Eli just keeps ripping these things off and keeps getting that confidence. Yesterday, Eli had it. You could just see in his face that after that heat race win that he was not going to be denied. Yeah, but how long until Tomac implodes? Could happen, couldn't happen. We can go back. This is kind of like the McElrath thing, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, all we can do is go by by the past, right? If we go by the past, though, he's never been in this position in points this early in the series. And he's never had really an issue finishing the series. Finishing the series has been one of the things he's always done better. He usually has worse rounds in the earlier in the year, so um, these guys are in trouble because he's he's already got the red plate and uh, he's already got momentum. I mean, well, that's true. That doesn't mean that he doesn't uh, get some twentieths or something. You'd have to look at what he does rounds eight through whatever in the past three years. He's never been this good in the position the last three years. In the last three years, he's as bad as it has been. Um, he's still been a championship contender at the end of it. He led the points from, like, how many down last year? He he came from, like, something ridiculous down in the beginning of the season and got himself to, like, leading the points and then just imploded, disappeared yeah. again. I don't know. I, th- I think he's going to get done. I think... As much as I don't, it's not my favorite. I think that uh, Webb is going to be difficult again because he's quietly right there every single week. He's just good ra- good weekend, bad weekend. It doesn't matter. He's like top four. I'm seeing a pattern. You you New Jersey guys get angry and don't like people. Jesse Pierce the other day on Tuesday doesn't like babies, and you tonight. Not like in, not like in Cooper Webb. You said I don't want it to play out this way. Um, because because Roxon's my guy. Yeah, I would. It, I want Roxon, but you know, I I I love motocross and supercross. I'm probably one of those people that it seems like a PC response. But uh, I also like I, AC as well. I I there's not a guy out there I don't like. There's not. I can't think of a single racer I don't like. Yeah, it sounds like a like a cop out that's fine <laughs> uh, i'm a roxon guy i like roxon i like tomac too but now especially with it and it's probably a brand thing i liked roxon on the suzuki and then i'm a honda guy as well so once he swapped to the honda i was full ken roxon but i mean i was tomac guy the year that he uh, blew his shoulders out when he was on that Honda, I thought for sure he was about to just work everybody. But um, if 
if he doesn't blow his shoulders, then do you think his career is completely different right now? Yeah, he's done. He already retired. He already won everything like three years in a row and just packed her in. I mean, think about even Roxon. Think about Kenny if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. He was looking like he was about to blow everybody's doors off that season. And, uh, you know, you ended up with... What year did he get hurt in? 16? 17? Uh, Something like that. 17 and... uh, 16 and 17? Yeah. So who won 16, Dungy? That would have been a hard one. Dungy. And then Dunge again in 17. And then 18 was Anderson. And then 19 was... Um, Webb. Yeah. See, those are the years, like the 18 year especially. And I don't... I don't know why I feel like this. That probably would have been the easiest one. Although... Uh, uh, what's his name? El Hombre did good that year. I mean, he did win a bunch of races. I'm just like, where is he now? What is going on? Yeah. Why is he not? I I don't think he wants to be that guy. I keep saying that, but I don't think he wants to be the the guy winning every weekend and have that pressure on him. Yeah. No. As, I, I yeah. As crazy as that sounds, but I think that's I think that's what's going on. That makes sense. He, he always says, he, that interview, he's like, oh, I want to be, you know, around for a long time. And I think that's the, um, I don't think he wants to win a couple of championships. I, I think he wants to be like a Kevin Windham and be around for a long time and be a fan favorite, which is a good place to be. Hey, less pressure, a little less risk because you're not pushing as hard and a prolonged career. That was me in freestyle. I think he wants to win championships. I think he wants to know how to manage everything better. Um, I don't think he. I think he wants to win, but I think uh, the obligation to go with him might have immensely affected him. So, what the suit Anderson does in, in the future. Um, one, one thing we haven't touched on yet, and that's Brock Tickle being back. We touched a little bit on him. Obviously, he comes back to a twelve. Um, but let's talk about these PED suspensions. Um, we've obviously had, uh, you know, we had uh, Cade Clayson. It's deal with a bunch of stuff right now, right? And we also have, um, you know, Christian Craig just went through his ordeal. And then uh, Brock Tickle's coming back. What's your thoughts on these PED suspensions? Well, they need to have a, uh, a way to retribution, you know, the – Tickle one, I guess, is the first one, so that's why it was such a cluster. But they, the guy was out for two years. Nobody would ever get back to him or tell him what was going on. You know, like, seems a bit harsh. And at least it, there needs to be a set guideline or something that this is how long a suspension should be. You can't just be like, uh, we'll get back to you or just not respond. Um, totally agree couple takes i have on it is one the communication's fucking awful i mean just sorry about my language but it, it's Ugh. awful absolutely um can't have this kind of communication at a professional level with sports these guys need to know what's going on when it's going on and they need to be updated throughout the whole process and i don't care if you're james stewart who we saw it with 
or if you're, you know, back of the name, you know, just got your pro license guy. Doesn't matter, in my opinion. Better communication. Supplements. These tainted supplements and stuff, we really need to get behind it. Maybe Arma, Rhino Power need to be certified, you know, certified supplements that people can take where if they do have a pop uh, test for a tainted supplement, these guys aren't getting affected at all. They shouldn't miss race time. They shouldn't miss weekends. Uh, they should get the results before they get notified that, hey, you can't stop racing. To me, you don't have these guys stop racing until you know, hey, you're guilty because you took PEDs for performance-enhancing purposes. I mean, the testing's so good nowadays that these guys are popping for stuff that could be in water. You could literally drink water and get picograms of a supplement inside you or a control, band-controlled substance, and you didn't even know anything about it. You drink some tap water. So the testing's too good. We really need to get our stuff together with this because you know what? You're ruining guys' careers. You're ruining people's names. Um, we need to get this under control. I think we should um, have a series where it's all out. You can do all the... Maybe that's you have like another. You have like stock and mod for the athletes, like a, like a true mod class. I've always said that. Um, I think moto is one of those sports that, um, sure, PEDs will help with cardio and stuff. But um, to me, I think all sports. Hey, maybe maybe not combat sports because somebody could potentially you know die from a, an injury from another person. But um, all other sports, let it go. Baseball, basketball, you know, maybe not football because, again, contact sport. But they all have the money to go out and do it, so why not? Yeah. Uh, it also helps with, um, I mean, I guess, the like, the factory teams have bikes that these guys can't get. So what the fuck is the difference? Like, is that the difference that some people can get it and some people can't? Well, ah, oh, there you go. Factory guys got to be clean. Privateers can be dirty. That would be that might not be a bad thing. Uh, uh, if you don't have a factory ride, you can be f dirty as fuck. You can take everything. EPOs, HGA. Now you're like, now you're like, I'm trying to set my team up to be like, no, I don't want um factory help. You get like the all the boot and booze and weed sponsors, and like the other teams have got to be all like clean companies. Yeah, that'd be like poor life eatery. Anderson got docked two spots for missing the whoops. Why did he miss them? Looks like Valentine's I don't Day. Know. I have no idea. Oh, I didn't realize that, but uh, I just saw it on Twitter. Well. We probably should have uh, probably should have known that. Um, can't miss the whoops, especially if you don't lose a bunch of spots. It is part of the track, so it seems like. Yeah, I mean, you would have to. Seems like you would have to do it. Yeah, maybe his girlfriend, because it was Valentine's Day, didn't want him going single, 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 single through all the whoops. Maybe. <laughs> too much singles a lot of singles making it rain um do we have anything else no that's all i got very good um, um all i gotta say is pumped to have a uh, different round of uh 250s back 
that's why we love 250 racing. I feel like 250, like a new round of 250s, just get y'all excited, get y'all amped up again. So pumped to have a new round of 250s and a new group of guys going for a championship. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Jordan Smith. I thought he seems like, um, he, from what he said, he you know he's like being at pro circuit he knows what's expected and this and that and i feel like he's probably putting too much pressure on himself because that would that's what it looked like to me a guy that's like trying really hard and um maybe too hard and then having issues with it you know i feel that he's gonna be more um him than what mackerel gonna be what do you mean that makes sense um, Jordan Smith is fast, shy, signs of brilliance at times, change up a program, but I feel like he's just going to kind of do what he's always done. Where McElrath, I feel that if anybody's going to make a big change from what they've always done, McElrath's the guy. Oh, so all of a sudden this guy's going to do what he's always done, but when I talk about the guys doing what they've always done, you're like, nope, Shane changed everything. He did. And he showed it. He showed a result. Um, did he do anything different uh, that he hasn't done in previous years? Who? Um, Hampshire. Well, he switched teams Smith. too. He Jordan went from. Uh, he switched teams. <laughs> to me, Jordan Smith, Justin Hampshire, just put them in a ball together. They're one of the same people. Uh, R.J. Hampshire. Yeah, him too. And Justin Hampshire, both of them. Both of them. <laughs> Maybe his middle name's Justin. I don't know. Our Justin Hampshire. Ricky Justin Hampshire. Ricky Justin. Ricky James. Oh, shit. Ricky James Bobby. Ricky James Bubba Hampshire. Yeah. Either um, way, he's not, not going to win a championship. This is basically how the end of these things turn out. That's just talking gibberish. Yeah, just shit shows. Um, but really can't give enough props to Canvas MX for keeping everybody custom, everybody looking good, looking legit. Maybe you want to put your daycare on a pair of working gear. You can. Maybe your, you know, off the track women's stacking is going too good, and your chick wants a custom set of gear with her face on it. Canvas MX can do it. Um, you have an old carbureted two-stroke. It's got a slight little bog. And four all your friends have those four-stroke. And your friends all have the fuel-injected new ones. Well, guess what? Boys that can help you with that and make you have your carbureted four-stroke just like your fuel-injected four-stroke. Um, Stroker MX always, you know, or Stroker Industries always representing with uh, getting your gas in your uh, can as quick as possible. What do you got, lullabies going on in the back? Oh, do I? Yeah, I don't know how that started. <laughs> All right, everybody, leave your uh, questions, comments, whatever. You think we're idiots? Leave it below. I'd like to read that stuff. So Make I sure would... you like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. So that way, you can talk shit to us every week if you think that we're idiots. Tell me I don't know anything. It's cool. Tell me I look <laughs> fat on camera. I'm well aware. I'm married, so... Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Hold on. All right. We're out of here. Later. Yeah.